That's the original farmhouse. It was built in 1863 by a man named Judson Sherman, who was married to a woman named Bathsheba. Ed, she's related to Marytown Estee. She's one of the women accused of witchcraft in Salem. She was hung during the trials. Wow. So after Bathsheba married Judson, they had a baby. And when the baby was seven days old, Judson caught her sacrificing it in front of the fireplace. She ran out to that tree by the dock, climbed up, proclaimed her love to Satan, cursed anyone who tried to take her land, and hung herself. Time of death was pronounced at 3.07 in the morning. Well, that explains a few things. Yes. What is up? And welcome back to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, the podcast where four friends sit down and review movies that you absolutely should have seen already, but at least one of us hasn't. My name's Tyler, and I'm here with three of my best friends. What's up? I'm Scott. I'm Beth Shiva. <laughs> I am the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to be sitting next to either of you. But who uh, would you be fair. more that's upset fair. to be sitting next to I feel if less you were an 11 year old Zach. Boy? I feel yeah. less safe next to Zach. <laughs> nah, you guys are old enough. You're <laughs> uh, well, we are reviewing The Conjuring. We are deep into Spooktober. We're more than halfway through. More than, yeah, now officially. Week well, three, I guess yeah. we're we're literally halfway through now. Once we get through this episode, we will be more than halfway I think through. like one second into this episode, we were more than halfway uh, through. That's fair. That's fair. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> Depends by, on how long the episodes are, I guess. By <laughs> some measurement, yeah. Uh, no, we're, we're mowing through Spooktober this year, and uh, I picked uh, what I, I think is probably... Uh, we, we talked a little bit about it with Patreon before this episode, which, by the way, uh, if you want more rotten potatoes you can get a little bit more out of it by uh going to patreon.com slash rotten potato pod uh but i think this is probably the scariest spooktober movie that we've done so far we're four years in halfway through our fourth year it's not the scariest for me not the scariest for you i think it's the most Probably the most famous horror movie of the last 20 years. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so too. That's yeah. that's a big part of why I picked it. Uh, you know, I had seen this movie before uh, a few times. And to me, like, when it comes to, like, just horror movies, to me, this is, is like, the gold standard. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, Scott, why don't you hit us with uh, a little bit of just the facts? And afterward, I'd like to just go directly to you because I'm no. most nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm most interested to hear what you You don't even to want to talk about it. You're too no. spooked. Well, I didn't watch it. so <laughs> <laughs> Too spooky. Uh, so this was uh, film number eight of the greatest franchise ever <laughs> uh, directed by James Wan. Um this was, uh, that was a joke, by the way. Yeah, I, I didn't, I we, didn't get it. So what are you talking about? So James Wan did Furious 7, Furious 9, I think. No, Furious 9 was Wait, Did he direct Wayne. this movie? James Wan James did Wan this Wan movie did this. and Furious 7. That's insane. So I still got us a fast director. This is the year of Wan. Spooktober. <laughs> Wan and Lin. Yeah. 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 Justin Lin for sure did the most, but James Wan did 7, which is their best one, so. Not, most not according acclaimed. to us. They're most critically acclaimed one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, directed by James Wan, uh, written by Chad Hayes and Carrie Hayes, uh, released uh, July. <laughs> I just deleted something on the tab. <laughs> um, Command Z, 
You got it. There we go. You learned some shortcuts. There we go. This release uh, released on July 19th, 2013, runtime of 112 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 86%. IMDb gave it a 7.5. Had a pretty big box office of $319 million on a budget of $20 million. So that's a 16 return, 16x return. It won for the best horror uh, picture and then wasn't nominated for anything else. Is that a, a, Saturn, a Saturn award? Saturn. Yeah, it's a Saturn award. Sorry, this is super tangential, but you know what else just Justin Lin directed James Wan or Justin Lin Justin Lin oh, okay just not we, who directed this no yeah. but just because we brought him up with re- regarding Fast and Furious he directed the community paintball episode oh which I one? like that episode the, the first one? one the original yeah, the, one yeah the, of community mm-hmm. yeah that's why he's at the community paintball episode yeah I realized that after it sounded like just the title of an episode sure yeah <laughs> Zach had been trying to sell me on community for a while and he didn't tell me that they had a paintball episode that was parroting uh, the Dollars franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that would have been a very easy way to sell me on that. It probably would have. I think I kind of forgot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I should have. I mean, to be fair, there were so many parodies in that season that to re- to like care about any of them individually is sacrilege. Like they're That's, all beautiful. What I think is my favorite thing about the show is it some it eventually became a like parody or reference machine where like they even <laughs> they're like parroting civil war documentaries oh yeah pillow fights <laughs> yeah and i think that's very funny yeah and they're I doing think, full ken burns yeah, it, and it's yeah. something that i can't believe got on network tv at that time especially because network tv so often tried to not air it they're just yeah. like this sucks and no one else likes it so yeah. we're gonna cancel you yeah 100 dan Harmon's like please people watch this show yeah <laughs> and they're like okay yeah <clears throat> but uh scott you said you think probably the scariest out of all the spooktober picks we've done so far i think this is the uh scariest now i'll say scarier than young frankenstein uh that was scary for a different reason like okay. scary bad okay yeah. i i I don't exactly remember the first time I saw this, but uh, I remember seeing this, I think probably in theaters. And then I remember seeing this uh, so vividly at a youth group leaders hangout. What? Yeah. Weird. I know. You want to know the weirder thing? I I won't like fully dox uh, who this is, but those who know will know. It was that uh, oh, wow. like put this on. Interesting. Yeah, I was very surprised. Did he like it? Like, I had he, had he seen it before sucked. and was like, this is a great movie? Or was it like, a, oh, let's watch a scary movie? I think it was let's watch a scary movie. And okay. I knew what we were going into. And Philip knew what we were going into. And we both were like, oh, God, this is this is this is. Do I need to flag that name, too? No, 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 no. Okay. It's fine. Uh, they, that would have been a great what we do in the shadows night. Yes, yeah, it would. That's what they should have watched. It would have. Or it follows. That would have been probably worse than The Conjuring (laughs) (laughs) for different reasons. But I remember that so vividly. And uh, this this movie always freaks me out. It freaked me out this time for sure. Was Uh, that your first time watching it? That was my second time. Was the first time in theaters? I think the first time was in theaters. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I think you went and saw it with Andrew. No, it wouldn't have been Andrew, but I have uh, I have mentored guys over the years, quite a few of them that have been into horror movies. Uh-huh. So it was Johnny Bitter. Oh, okay. Johnny was always dragging me to horror movies. 
Uh, so was Jacob. He was always dragging me to horror mm-hmm. movies. So there were a lot of people over the years. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> you did not drag me the, to horror movies. The number of people that I know that are shocked to find out that my name is Jacob is staggering. Oh, <laughs> like I meet a, I meet a Jake and I'm like, you're Jacob. Okay. We're going to not, right. That doesn't even need to be addressed. And then people are like, your name is Jacob. Have you been lying to me this whole time? I'm confused <laughs> by that because if I went by Ty, I, I would assume that most people would assume that my first name is Tyler. Dude, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't know my real name. Scothio? Yeah. Scothio. <laughs> Scothio. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there's the double T like Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, who else had seen this movie before? I've seen this movie. This may be the fifth or fourth or fifth time I've seen this movie. Okay. Zach, that's you a see- lot for someone who doesn't <laughs> like, I know, yeah. don't like it at all. Don't, I hate them, but uh, man, Why I've watched have you this, seen this movie so many times. I think I had seen that's this more than me. I think I, I had seen this with like, when did this movie come out? 13. Yeah. So I think I'd seen this in high school with friends that wanted to see it. Didn't like it. And then I've watched it twice with my girlfriend because she loves it. She loves the the Conjuring series. I was telling uh, Zach. Oh, she watches all of them. She yeah. loves them Annabelle all. and the Nun and all. Yeah, I, I, I was telling Zach. This is like a comfort movie for her. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an underwear movie uh, <laughs> <laughs> in her household. But I, I was telling Zach that uh, I told her I was like, I need to watch the Conjuring for the podcast. I really don't want to do it. And then all of a sudden, I was watching the Nun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, did she drug me? Like <laughs> what happened? Because the nun sucks. Like the nun is awful and it's a horror movie yeah, I heard, uh, in the vein that I don't like. I heard this is the best of the entire like conjuring universe. Yeah. I've original. only watched a couple, but this is by far without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the best movie. Like of all, all of them are, ones, yeah. they're bad movies. Yeah. But yeah, I, I so I, this is probably the fourth time I've seen this movie. Zach, you, uh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to skip on Jake. So you had seen this quite a bit. What do you think watching it this time? I don't particularly like it. I don't think it's that scary. I think that like there is something that is so, uh, unintimidating and silly to me about a demon. That's like, I gotta be a little spooky little guy. Here's the thing though. Like, I think this gets, I think this gets like somewhat poorly characterized as a demon movie. They never, I don't think it is a demon movie at all. They never call her a demon. They call her a witch at every yeah. turn. That that is but the they're thing. exercising her. Yeah, they, they perform it. They perform an exorcism on the witch. Right, which is weird. Which is weird. Uh, so like it it like is it a demon movie? Isn't it? I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make a judgment on that. But it's like, like there's it's like, like a, an implied demon. There's like movie, a possession. Like, uh, there's like a possession movie at least. Uh, and so like there's something that's so unintimidating about it, like trying to scare me that I'm like this is just silly. Uh, that where I'm like, this isn't that scary. I don't think it's very scary. This is the kind of movie that I don't like where it like, it just gets like kind of gross sometimes. And that is what I think bothers me. Whereas she's like vomiting into, into the wife's mouth. And like, that's like, I'm like, this is just gross. And I don't, I don't want to look at this. Uh, (laughs) What about about when, and it follows when it was an old lady that was just peeing on herself. (laughs) Yeah. That that bothered me too. I liked looking at that. Jake was into Uh, it. Yeah. No, I didn't like looking at that. Um, so like, I don't know. I didn't particularly like it. Um, I think I, I think I can see why for people who like horror movies, this is the most famous horror movie in a long time that said, I don't like it at all. 
I just got to be a spooky little boy. <laughs> I just got to be a spooky little boy. Yeah, like that. that's kind of how it reads to me sometimes. Where I'm like, why yeah. is this? Why is the demon or the witch doing? Yeah, I think that's 100% accurate. Yeah. As someone who really likes this movie, I think that is, yeah, yeah. very much true. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Zach, you had seen this movie before. I had before. seen this movie before. Um, I'll reveal something uh, that's pretty embarrassing about myself. The first time I watched this, I was like a senior in high school, I think. It was 2013. Um, and a little bit of important information uh, t- to make sense of this story was that I was raised with the belief that the more demon-type content you consume, so like this would fall into that category without a doubt. The more of that that you expose yourself to, the more likely it is that demons will come and try to scare you in real life and or try to possess you. That Can I tell a, a, a funny anecdote to say I had a similar upbringing? Can I finish mine? Yeah, no, 100%. Sorry. <laughs> I, I want to get back to okay. it. So I watched this movie in theaters and was so scared that when I went home, I... <laughs> got in bed with my brother. <laughs> Your little brother. It was a freshman in high school. And he wakes up and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, shut up. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, fine. <laughs> and I slept in bed with my brother that night. Did your parents so know that you saw alone. the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was so scared that night. So your parents thought you invited a demon into the house. Uh, I don't think necessarily that they thought it was like a, a one-time offense, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I know that they were not happy. I don't know if my dad really like, but I think my mom was like not thrilled that I was, went it, to watch It's that. hilarious to me because I knew you when this happened and I didn't know that story. Oh yeah. I was not confident enough to tell people that at the time. <laughs> I told no one. I think, I think I, you and I were on a volleyball team together mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. I had no idea. And, and I was... you were a little wimp boy. But back then, you were a freshman. I was a junior. Yeah. So you probably had a lot of respect for me back then. No, 100%. You probably, yeah. Jake, did you go sleep in one of your sister's room after you saw it? Yeah, I drove... I oh, actually no, I was I was in high school, so yeah, I went to my two of my sisters shared a room, and I was like, I'm going to sleep in the middle of you guys. <laughs> uh, no, but that all being said, uh, since then I've seen this movie a few times since then, and I I really like it. I have a lot of fun with this movie. I think that this movie, uh, and I'm just a lot less scared of demons IRL, um, but I feel like this movie is for me the perfect balance of scary and fun. There's a lot of like scary horror movies that I have a lot of fun with that I don't think are as scary as this movie. And then there are other movies that I've seen that I think are scarier, but it's past the point of me enjoying them or just having fun with them. It's more of, it's kind of gotten into the realm of like, I really don't enjoy this experience right now and I don't feel like I should be watching this. Um, And so this is, and I think because in so many ways, this just feels like a very classic for lack of a better word, maybe like kind of a generic haunted house movie, but just done really well. Um, and so I just think it's a it's a great Halloween horror movie that I I, I think do genuinely have fun watching. Like it, it's not a haunted house movie; it's the haunted house movie of our generation. Yeah, yeah, I would probably yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, there I was think no there was no like. Uh, pigs with red eyes out the window there so were no pigs with red eyes wasn't as good yeah so Amity as Amity. Amity. but You're i right. i wanted i want to tell my my demon anecdote just to commiserate with you a little bit where my my mom for some reason her biggest thing was that she didn't want uh i don't know demon stuff or whatever and then i really wanted to buy halo 
when I was a kid. And she's like, this has nothing to do with demons, right? And I was like, no, it's like aliens. And then uh, I didn't know this. It was Halo 3. And I'd never played one because this is the first Xbox I'd owned. They call the, the Covenant, call the Master Chief the demon. And I lived in fear <laughs> of my mom hearing that and being like, you can't play Halo. I was like, no, you don't get it. He, they just don't like him because he kills all of them. And that's why they, but I was so scared that my mom was going to find out that they called him that, that I, I played, I played a lot of Halo 3 with the mute on because I didn't have a TV in my room at the time and I was in the family room. Would you say yeah. that you were more afraid of that demon depicted than this demon depicted? 100%. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, she's going to take it away from me. That's why I wasn't allowed to play Kingdom Hearts because I rented the game and there's a shot that I remember playing where like a character gets his soul taken out of him or something like that. Kind of, yeah. It, well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't remember the specifics, but it was too closely uh, related to like a demon possessing someone and my parents saw me play that scene and I think Goofy is in that <laughs> shot. Goofy from Disney is in yeah. that shot and my parents said that's too demonic. It's it's the silliest game of all time and my mom said the same. She's like, there's a darkness to this game that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, the game with Goofy and Donald Duck? <laughs> that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I wanted to commiserate with you a little bit on the, the demon thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think that it invites like demonic president presence into your life, but I do think it can like uh, affect the way you think about things. Oh, sure. Totally. And that's where I don't like it. Like, okay. I, I like, there's just like images in this movie or like ideas in this movie that I haven't thought of like mm -hmm. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> and now I can, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like my innocent, not scary brain. So like, like not like baby birding, like devil vomit. <laughs> That's it. like an image. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Is that one of the ones that's bothering you or like, what are the images? Um, I mean, any of the <laughs> like process your trauma, yeah, like any relive the, them, please. The scary us. faces. Like, yeah. you know, when the, the weird little witch thing is above the cabinet, like yeah. in like a little like scrunched just up be, form. Just being a spooky little guy. Yeah. Just being a spooky little guy. <laughs> um, like I don't like that face. Like I don't like the face of the doll. Like, yeah. Oh, Annabelle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I actually did want to touch on something about that specific about the, the one on the cabinet. Okay. Like I was like, Oh, okay. Like that special effects wise wasn't as scary as maybe I was expecting like makeup. Mm -hmm. And then I really felt the same thing during the main exorcism. When her, when Bathsheba's face was over, was, the wife's face. was coming, yeah. Coming, coming through, through the, the yeah. sheet mostly yeah. like, and, but I actually really appreciated it. I was like, you know what? Like if there's ever a time where I appreciate the uncanny Valley, it's in horror. And I wouldn't want this to look any better than it does. Like, yeah, it might not have held up great over time, but I'm glad that it didn't like, I don't want that to feel that real. Like <laughs> that's going to like be real nightmare fuel instead of just fun. Scary. Yeah. So, well, the, Go ahead, Scott. I'm going to say the thing with it, too, like, is, like, there was almost no digital effects on this. It was all practical effects. Very practical. And I think that's part of also why it, like, holds up and still feels scary because, like, you know, old movies that have digital effects, they look so bad now. Like, it's easily, like, oh, the, this isn't real. Whereas this is all very, like, in your mind, like, in total, like, all the scary parts, you see, like, three things. Right. Like there's not a whole lot to it. 
And so the whole time you're just building up this tension in your mind around things. Like you see a shadowy figure in a shadow and you can't really see what it is. And, you know, you see hands or you just see, you know, a girl get like pulled in her bed or like whatever it is. And you don't really see the thing a whole lot. And so that's part of why it is so scary. No, I agree completely. Like I think about uh, another scary movie that I saw that came out around this time was Insidious. That yeah. also spawned like a huge franchise, including Sinister, I think. I think Sinister was part of the Insidious. Like Sinister is so much scarier. It's so much more unsettling than Insidious. Yeah, I think it's when you finally see the monster, the demon yeah, in Insidious. No, totally. It's like laughable. Well, and that's what I was yeah. gonna say is that it's like that's one of the things that's like they used really digital effects on that one, and it really doesn't hold up. Like it scared the hell out of me when I saw it in theaters, and then when I saw it even six months later, like I was like, oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that's really bad CGI. And I think that's kind of to my point that I brought up last week where it's like, what? And I I heard Jordan Peele talking about this as, as I think he's becoming maybe the, the great horror director of our generation. Like what is in your head is always scarier than Mm -hmm. what they can show you. Yeah. And so like the explanation, the definitive thing is always going to be less scary than the unknown and Mm. what, what you're imagining is, is going to be the thing. And so that's where it's like, Oh, okay. This is like a witch lady. And the, the guy, the demonologists have like got a handle on this. I'm like, all right, cool. We're done. Like they're fine. Oh oh yeah. Also they're the worst parents of all time. hundred percent. Just leaving their kid. Oh, the demonologist. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving their kid at home with a room full of like, possessed trinkets and saying hey don't go in here but just also don't it's go in here yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah. You, yeah. i'm just gonna leave you for like days on it we have 15 signs on the door but not a single lock yeah. honor system don't go in there <laughs> uh, i know it's mysterious and you're curious uh and you're you're 10 so you can like explore a little bit i'm assuming the conjuring 2 has to do with their daughter uh, I don't think so. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no, no. They they, uh, they leave her for even longer because they go to London. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. The Conjuring Three for sure has to have their daughter. No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> no their daughter is such an insignificant part of their lives. It's such a deep sequel of Annabelle that she comes back. Is the wait? Is the Conjuring? I thought there wasn't a Conjuring Three. There is. There yeah, is, there's a Conjuring Three. So I think there are three proper Conjuring movies. There's the Nun, Nun Two, Annabelle, Annabelle, Annabelle and the Nun Two. Yeah, I think there's like two or three Annabelle. Films. Yeah, there's Annabelle. I think there's Annabelle. a few. Are there really? Yeah, I, I think, think there's so. a few. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen any of the Annabelle movies, and I hope I don't. I've seen Conjuring one and two, and that is it. I uh, so I've seen more of these than you have. You have that sucks. Yeah, for yeah. you. I've yeah. seen I've seen the Nun as well. So I've seen Conjuring one and two, and the Nun. I I, I liked Conjuring two. I don't think it's as good as this one, but I it, that one is a little bit more of like a fun horror movie. It's a little more like haunting on Hill House a little yeah, you, bit. You've said that a couple times. I have never had fun being scared. I yeah, I just do. Which is part of why I hate these movies. Like it's just uh-huh. I it does what it's trying to do, but that's not a good experience for me. I think yeah, that, and I like, get that. And like, and and if we weren't doing this, I wouldn't make you do it. Like <laughs> but I we are doing. You it. also promised to watch this with me, and you didn't. That's true. <laughs> that's true. that's the scariest part of all. Is that Tyler's unreliable <laughs> to you? Yeah, Tyler's like, I'll watch this with you, and then just screwed off to Croatia. And, yeah, and you're exactly. like, Tyler, 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 we've got to record these tomorrow. Why haven't you watched this with me yet? I'm like, sorry, dude. Yeah, I watched this in a bright plane. So I, so. I, I watched this on my phone while I was at church this morning. 
<laughs> Did you really? Oh, no. that's it. He felt the safest there. Yeah, uh, I just thought that would be super fun. I was gonna say, say. Yeah. it's a pretty <laughs> funny move. Yeah. I know there are no, uh, there are, uh, there aren't like crosses in in your church, but let let let's say one of them turned upside down while you're watching it. Uh huh. What would you do inside the church? Yeah, that would be fine. There's still lots of people there. Yeah. So yeah. you think that lots would you of just people keep watching? like lots of people are There's just that's numbers. fine. That the the demon is like, all right, there's a lot of people here. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, I mean that's when, tracked throughout most of history. Yeah. When was the last time you saw like a scary movie where there's like a crowd of people? Midsummer. Do you know? Yeah, that I didn't like Midsummer. <laughs> but that's not very deep. Um, they're no, worshiping demons, but there are no demons involved with that. You wouldn't be at least a little. Spooked. I wish Scott. Uh, I wish that I made movies now so I could make a horror movie with a big crowd for you. I wouldn't watch it. I'd pick it I for guess Spooktober. Jake, if you were legitimately Z, a famous director, yeah, yeah. our podcast would movies, be huge. I still wouldn't dead. watch them. I'd pick it for Spooktober. I would be, I would be the... Um, You'd pick uh, your own movie Yeah, well, I'd be the what's-her-name who makes out to her own music in Creed. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I would... I would be that person if I was a director, a horror mm. director. You would exclusively watch your own movies. Yeah, I'd pick them for this podcast. I'd be yeah. like, what did you guys think about this choice that I made? And like, we would nominate our picks and you would come every other week and be like, didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I, I don't watch anything I didn't shoot. <laughs> I did notice, uh, sorry, this is like a change of topic back to the movie a little it's bit. I noticed idea. a continuity error in this. Sorry, I'm bringing this back oh. to the movie. Um, so when the, what's, uh, the, the, demon, the demonologists, when they first come to the house, all the uh, mattresses are in the main living area. Like they've mm. been obviously mm -hmm. sleeping together ever since they realized it was haunted. And then they go to set up the cameras and there's like shots of them setting it up in the room and the mattresses are in the beds. Yep. And then it goes and shows one of the video footages and the mattresses are no longer on the beds again. And it's like, so they brought them up just to set up the cameras, then took them. Then back where did they go? That, uh, yeah. that wasn't what I saw in my thing. Maybe the demon was trying to spook you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, like that wasn't Maybe. what I saw in my thing. It was, it was like, oh, witch. this is really going to get him. I'm going to show mattresses. The witch. Yeah. The witch did this to spook you. Bathsheba. Yeah. Bathsheba. Yeah. You know what I learned from a lot of uh, these movies? Thank God I live on the West Coast. Like <laughs> all, all of these things the happen. Coast. Like it's like East Coast, yeah. like old colonial witches. Yep. Thank God I live here. Like everything that existed pre-1900. Yeah, yeah. Is exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. So West Coast, like that joined America way later. We're good. We're, we're chilling. Yeah. yeah we there, are there are no ghosts later. and there are no demons here. Knock on wood. I uh, mean, I've been to, I've traveled like to be a tourist to three different towns in the South. Yeah. And had three different ghost tours. Yeah. That's what I just. And, and I've never been to a ghost tour in like yeah. Southern California. Yeah, I, you know, I like did, county. Yeah, I, I did do a, one in like Temecula. Yeah, I did no. a ghost tour in San Diego, but San Diego is a little old. Yeah. Um, Port yeah. cities, maybe like yeah. so San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, for sure. There's been yeah. some, some stuff that yeah. got up there. Well, but like out here, no, well, nothing. this wasn't like a ghost story, but like, you know, I went back to Pennsylvania to visit some family, not that like last year. And you saw a ghost. And I like, no, but there are graves everywhere on the yeah. east coast just everywhere and you can just start walking through one and easily see graves that are like 17 something 16 uh -huh. something and you're like oh wow this is an old place yeah that's what i was just in scotland and i was walking around a graveyard in st andrews and i was like oh that person's been been here for a while maybe they're haunting this place and i get to go home yeah 
Was there <laughs> was there mattresses around? Uh, yeah, no, I was like, this is a little bit weird because it probably rains a lot here. Uh, it wasn't raining then, but I assume that they probably get a little bit wet, those uh-huh. mattresses do. but They probably take them in and out when it's raining or not. You think? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So one thing that kind of surprised me watching this movie back through this time was some of the like actually really interesting like cinematography. Like I actually felt like there was some like creative decisions that they made that I felt like were really good that I, I hadn't noticed before. And one in particular that stood out to me and it's a small shot, but I just thought it was really unique um, was how they treated as soon as they move into the house, the dog won't go in. Mm-hmm. And then the camera gets really low and cuts off the dad. And so it's just the camera's pushing in through the screen door on the dog. And he's like petting the dog and trying to like coax it to come in and it's whining and everything like that. But I thought it was really unique to make the dog in that shot the main character of that moment as opposed to the human. And I thought it actually like, it did something for me where it was like, okay, yeah, this dog is seeing something that he doesn't see, but the way that they did it, it wasn't super heavy handed. Um, It got the message across, but it got the message across. And I felt like a really creative way. I think, yeah, I, I I don't know how to say, I think it was effective enough that I didn't notice it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally. Like, yeah, I think I maybe picked up on what you were saying, but I didn't think about it. Yeah. And I, and I think that's even what I mean is that this was like a really small thing that I'm picking out that I was like, wow, that was a really interesting choice when it happened and it should be innocuous. And I think most of the time it, it has been innocuous for me, but this time I just happened to notice it. And I thought that was really interesting. And there were quite a few different things like that, that I noticed throughout, um, small things that I felt like were really, really cool, interesting decisions. And yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, unless you're really thinking about a movie that you're watching, the the best thing you can say about those interesting decisions is that you didn't, you didn't think about 100%. them, but you absorbed them. Yeah, 100%. You know, like, later, something will make sense because of something that you didn't even think about. Totally. Um, I was just looking at my notes real quick, and one of the things that I thought was interesting was, like, from our opening scene, um, like, they're talking about, like, oh, it was, like, 200... Uh, um, how big the plot of land was. I don't remember right. what it was, like square miles or whatever. Um, and uh, it then she started like, oh yeah, you know, like this little boy died and this maid over here, she died. And I was just thinking like, wow, it shows a random, very few amount of people to actually haunt. I think <laughs> yeah, out, of all totally. the, I out of all the people that have lived in the subdivided land, why was it like two stories, three stories? In my head, <laughs> I just thought she... There, these are the stories that she found, but there were probably more. That was just yeah, the, the, the leap I maybe, made. Yeah. I think to like, I don't know, hopefully it's, be a it's good just felt like member. an underwhelming share. <laughs> oh my, okay, we, so we're the third in the history for the last few hundred years. Yeah, to but like for the sake for the sake of the movie, would you want her to have been like, and then this person here? And then that guy here. Well, it, it was just and like then this lady here. But the thing it was like it was like that one random person, like a boy died. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like the parents and the family like had like these, this whole or, thing. Or these are the ones that happened in this house. I think was no. What we she had. was talking about different areas of, of the, the thing. massive plot of land. Yeah, I don't know. I 
I feel like I get what you're saying, but I wouldn't have wanted to get bogged down with all these stories. So sure. like, yeah, maybe I they agree. could have done something to made us feel like there were more stories, but I didn't, I, I would be so bored if they were like in this story and this story and this one and this one. There was that. And uh, I'm not going to say this is like a continuity error. Like there's, you know, supernatural stuff happening. So I just, you can write it off. But uh, so he plays the tape and like the woman's voice isn't there. Right. And then I guess like the demon presses play, but it's now back at the beginning of the tape again. It never well, rewound. Yeah. But, but we were focused on them. You didn't see the demon hidden rewind. <laughs> oh yeah. Just yeah. Being, you just, just didn't spooky. notice. And she was like, all right, hold on. Spooky boy. Hold on. Hold on. Now. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what took the demon so long. He yeah. Was waiting for it to rewind. You know what though? Because I think that like when that happens, we hear a really scary sound, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I mean, I'm not gonna try to argue the logic of what you're of what you're saying, but that just always creeps me out. Like whenever any movie does that, like it happened in The Exorcist, and it happens. I think even in one of my one of my favorite. It's not even really a horror movie, but Mothman prophecies. Have you ever seen I Mothman? Haven't. I haven't even. I think I've heard of it. But the the audio tape is like a big part of that uh-huh. movie as well. Like, yeah. And it even kind of happens in a different way, but very similarly in Zodiac. And just whenever that happens, it really gets me. Like it really creeps me out. And I love that trope. I think, yeah, I think the more, especially in, I I think only, maybe only in a horror movie, the more things don't necessarily make sense, the Uh more unsettling it is. Because you think, why did that happen and what happened? Yeah, once again, I I wasn't saying it was a continuity error. I was like, okay, it's supernatural. Like, But it's funny to poke fun at. Yeah, there was that. uh, I do have one funny written thing that I'm going to say for my last like point. Uh, my second to last, uh, I said the dad has just the like perfect timing. He always showed twice. He showed up right as there was like an occurrence happening. Right. Which I just thought was a little Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like, okay. He shows up right as this is happening again. Uh, so that was one thing. And then (laughs) the funny thing I wrote down was I said, Lorraine is basically Dom Toretto. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) cause she's like the one who was like a clairvoyant. Okay. Uh, and the so, one who's all about me familia, <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's like recreating like the, the beach day in her mind. Yeah. And I, was, I just thought of that. Dom Toretto. Toretto scene. Like, that's, that's that was fun. the, she's got totally wrong. Like it's, <laughs> it's it wasn't like, a good day. It wasn't we, a were, good day. <laughs> we were in the mountains and we fought the whole day. <laughs> that was my, my least, like my biggest problem with the movie. She's like, Oh my God, how did you know that? It's like, you literally, you have a picture right there. That she was looking at of you guys on your beach day. Yeah, and you hired a clairvoyant. Yeah, how did you figure? How'd you figure it out? <laughs> I don't know how you did that. But there Whoa. was no beach in the picture. That's true. It was just sky. It was just. If there would have been coronas, then there would have been because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. My favorite line was, "You can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona." <laughs> I. Uh, I, I really, one of the things that I, I really appreciate about this movie is, again, like I, I talked about it a little bit with It Follows, but this movie's sense of pace, I feel like crushes it for horror movies in terms of like, okay, like they're going to scare me and then there's going to be a lot of slow burn about stuff and then they're going to jump scare me again. But I never feel like even though I can read, you know, sort of what's coming next, like any story. Um, I feel like they still manage to like get me quite a bit and it doesn't like the, the pacing feels entirely its own. It, it doesn't feel derivative from something uh-huh. else. That's, I, I think it, 
It does feel derivative. Oh, this okay. is what I was thinking is, was, is like, this is my, um, like, I don't know. To me, I thought like, okay, this is kind of scary. And then our Van Helsing comes in or our like fisherman from Jaws comes in. Yeah. And it's like, this is what is happening and this is how we're going to handle it. And that's where it, it completely loses me as like mm. scary to me. Whereas there's somebody that has a handle in the situation who's going to come in and is going to fix it for me. Even if they're both apprehensive about not being able to handle this situation. Yeah. But they, they know more than we do. Yeah. And like they, 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 they know, like, I don't know if you've like read Dracula, but Dracula is like, um, or Van Helsing is like what he's like Dracula's realtor's assistants, fiance's friends, uh, old college professor. Right. That's Van Helsing. Right. And he comes in, he's like, Oh, I, I think I can handle this. Yeah. You know, or like it, where there's somebody that knows more than I do. Yeah. And where we're following and we're kind of relating to the, the parents or the husband and wife here. And then somebody comes in and kind of relieves us of the burden of the situation. Yeah. Uh, where that is where I feel like a lot of, I don't know, horror movies feel maybe derivative to me, maybe not scary to me where I'm like, well, there's somebody that's going to come in and they, they take the burden of the situation off of me where I, I, I am in this case, I'm, I'm the parent uh, who bought this house that sucks. That's, uh, you know, uh, possessed mm-hmm. by, by right. an old witch or whatever. And they kind of take the burden of being scared off of me because they know what's going on. Right. At least more than I do. Yeah. And I can look to them for answers. That's fair. No, that's really interesting. I think that I, I, I agree with both of you. Like to, to speak to the point of pacing, Tyler, I 100% agree with you. I, I don't think it ever really lags. I feel like it moves at a really nice pace and escalates to, in my opinion, a very satisfying payoff. I think a that, lot of horror movies. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, I, I, I shouldn't say it's bad. Because I love Dracula. Yeah. Uh, where a lot of horror movies, like, the ending can fall really flat. And I definitely agree with Jordan Peele that, like, what we imagine can oftentimes be a lot scarier than what is revealed to us. Um, and so there's a lot of times where once you see the monster, it's really not scary anymore. But I still, for the most part, feel like this movie managed to at least make me remain tense and did still kind of scare me. Um, I, I actually did find Bathsheba, the makeup and everything that went along with that, still pretty scary. Um, and in the last scene of this movie, really uh, intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also kind of agree with you, Jake, that I do feel like this movie is a little derivative. This movie feels like it's very much following a, bru- a blueprint, and but that's not an issue for me. Yeah. Because I feel like with like a haunted house type movie, I don't really need you to reinvent the wheel. If you can and sell me on it, even better. But if not, you're giving me what I already want. Um, And I feel like what I need you to do is sell me on this being scary to me and then sell me that this is scary to the characters and that this is an urgent situation. Um, And I feel like this movie does that really well. Uh I think I agree. I don't think that uh, being derivative is necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. I think that like being able to take a formula and do it excellently is not bad. I think that's probably very hard. Yeah. And I think this movie does it well. Yeah. To And, and like, I know that it's not for me, but I, I think what I was trying to say was like something about what happened. Take, took the, the fear away from Yeah. Me. Yeah. It, I do think that it's a bit predictable. But well, that's okay. It was interesting. You said like blueprint. You guys were talking about like it's following like a pattern. And I was like, well, yeah, they like set it on movie. What like 
on the chalkboard it said like there's going to be a connection point and then there's going to be oppression and then there's going to be possession mm-hmm. like right like he laid out what the movie was going to be like to the audience at the beginning yeah, yeah. that's a good point yeah and it's it's a uh, kind of the anti-prestige where at the prestige, right. the prestige they give you this thing and you're like what are they talking about uh-huh uh, but then it's like oh okay this is this and you pick it up as it's going along uh-huh you're like okay we're at that point of this process yeah we're in the prestige i was like oh whoa uh in this one it didn't catch me off guard yeah yeah and that's true i guess what i meant by saying it's not derivative i meant more so it's not derivative in its pacing um i think it is very derivative in a lot of its like themes and like a lot of like the the plot points for sure um i agree with that um but i love that i love that this and and maybe i guess Zach, you said maybe what I was trying to say even better. Um, or Jake, maybe you said it, that it's like that it took maybe an exacting formula. I think that it, it, it executed on it uniquely well. Yeah. And, that, and maybe that's a better way to, to say my, my thoughts. And that's not, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a knock, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. To say like you, you, you took the thing that we know and you did it really well and that that's why i was saying like i didn't say like this is the haunted house movie but i said this is the haunted house movie of our generation right because like it's been done before but this is what's been done for i don't know people of our age i will say one of the things that this movie has i think that it just executed really well on is like i felt like all the acting was pretty solid like i believed every character i never once throughout the entire movie thought about the acting like they were just the character um, and so I yeah. think that's part of what also like fed it. It's, I get drawn into stories, which is why I don't like scary movies. Like I put myself into the story yeah. and whenever an actor isn't that great, it pulls me out and that just never happened with it. So I mm. was like tense the entire time. I think the pacing was right the whole time. Um, which is why I hated my experience. Yeah. <laughs> you you were saying you were watching out of your, I don't know if you said it on this or before we were talking, you're watching out of your peripheral vision. Yeah. Well, I, so I said this before too. So I read the plot front to back multiple times just to, so you knew to you prep myself into. for what was going to happen. Um, and then whenever we were getting to a point where I knew some stuff was going to go down, I would like be on my phone, like scrolling like Instagram or something while watching the movie, like in my peripheral vision as like, if you, I don't know. You somebody who's into these kind of horror movies. If you were to like ask me to give an endorsement of a movie, that might be the best endorsement of a horror movie I could think of. Is I couldn't pay attention in some of these parts because I was too afraid. Yeah, I had to. I had to watch it out of my side eye while I was looking at something else. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm the first. I don't like being scared. I don't like the scary movies. So like. It's just, now this is the only of the four from this year that I had to do that with. Like I felt like none of the other ones were anything compared to this one. As far as like jump scared, unexpected, like like um, even creepy visuals, maybe. yeah, yeah, thematically, um, like <laughs> even like it follows like I think like we talked about in the last episode, like had some like eeriness to it for sure, but there was nothing like scary about like there's no jump scares really although we talked about like you know she turned the corner and the person was there but and i think that's where like even that movie i don't remember the soundtrack matching those moments 
you know, where like, and we've talked about mm-hmm. this as like a device before, like, you know, you get the really high pitched squeals right as the jump scare is happening and that elevates those jump scare moments. Yeah. I don't feel like it follows did that or at least lean into it as much as like a movie like this does. This definitely leans more into that. Uh-huh. As like, it, a, like it uses a the music as a device. It almost brought the mood. In, yeah. And I, that I, that's why I feel like it's really interesting to compare it follows to this movie because it follows. I feel like does something really different, really original. And this movie feels very classic horror, but not in a bad way. Like sometimes that's just what I really want. And mm-hmm. I feel like this does that really well. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoy it still, but yeah, I think you're right that it, it does kind of lean into that. Yeah. And I think the soundtrack for this was, was really good. I thought the sound editing was really good. I thought there were some like just good choices for like when to have different, um, like sound effects, like, um, there were some that were like more in your face with like having like, you know, like the sound of like little girl laughing mm-hmm. as something or like was happening the or clapping like, or something. like Yeah. That. Yeah. But there was like other, that was a very like subdued and I had to like rewind and listen to it again. And I was mm. like, Oh weird. Like they were trying to do this like even less in other points, mm. which was interesting. I'm curious if you guys would agree with this or not. Um, because I feel like a lot of horror movies will have, either poorly written characters or just like really stupid characters or maybe that's both. And I didn't really feel that way with this. Like I felt like the characters all felt real and believable and normal. I mean, I know Scott, you, you talked about like the terrible decision to leave your daughter at home unattended for a while. Um, but other than that, like I felt like they were all pretty believable characters and mm-hmm. that just like really helps me buy into the story. Totally. I felt like, I think part of it is, I don't know, this is based on a true story, but I don't know how true it is. Uh-huh. Uh, Not it, really, probably. Yeah. But I, I think that the um, the family in the house, I think I felt that way where like they were not necessarily stupid. Yeah. And like I kind of, <laughs> I, it was really weird where you, you get that moment of like, why don't they just move? And then you're like, well, they can't. I don't know, maybe it's just because I've, I've gotten older and I know what it's like to buy a house or whatever. It's like, oh, they can't afford it. Yeah. They can't afford to get out of this yeah, house. Yeah, he says they're upside down in it. Yeah, they're like, I can't afford to get out of this house and I don't know that I believe that this is supernatural. Yeah, Or right. like like almost you're trying to convince yourself it's not supernatural because it's you just so... You don't want so, to have to deal with Then there's nothing yes. you can do. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. It's, and it's just too expensive for you to deal with. Well, And like trying to, to maintain what your five daughters that you mm-hmm. have... And like all that where like it felt relatable and they did not feel dumb to me. And I feel like that is the trope of, of a horror movie is the victims feel very stupid. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't get that from this. And I don't know. Um, once again, like, of course this is all like people's just like talking about it, but one of the daughters of the family is still alive and like talked about this movie and said there was a lot of like accurate things in this movie too. So like now is she telling hmm. the truth? I don't know. Yeah. Like she could be just, I don't know if she gets money every time it's watched or who knows, but like she seemed to indicate and so did, uh, Lorraine, I think is still alive too. And she was like, yeah, no, like there's definitely some things that aren't how it happened, but there's a lot of things that were accurate too. So, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's very similar to like the plot points of what happened, just maybe not the movie magic sure you know what? i i don't know how similar it is to the plot points of what happened because i read that the uh the the husband i forget his name ed uh, is that not 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 the warren guy oh the 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 husband that owned the house yeah that guy the apparently dad, yeah. he like threw them out of his house and he said like you guys are dangerous and this is not 
supernatural. I don't believe this. And he threw them out and said, like, you guys are making this worse. I would believe that more than I would believe the account of the movie. But that also sounds like something to me that it's okay if they take... No, I think it's okay to take it. license yeah. for sure. But I was just I like how accurate it was because oh, like sure. they, they make a point in the movie for him to be like, I'm so grateful for what right. you guys are doing right. and you guys are helping me so much. Whereas the real guy was like, I don't want you in my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say overall my expectation on it being faithful to the true story is pretty low. Sure. I get, and I don't, uh, it's a movie. I don't care. You yeah, know, I don't either. So that doesn't, that doesn't super bug me. Did you guys know that the Warrens were allegedly involved in the Amityville as well? Yeah, I yeah did. that's I what that. the call at the end was supposed to be. Yeah. I thought the, wait, wait oh, really? where they were going to the next case, that oh, was Amityville. It was Amityville. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that. It was part of why I picked this movie. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways, this feels like the better version of Amityville. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, I think that that's a, a very accurate. I didn't think about it until Scott said it on our last episode, but uh-huh. I think that's very accurate. Yeah. The only difference is the dog died in this one and didn't live. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm and cur- I guess there was a possession. I don't think there was a possession in Amityville, right? I No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm curious. What, what were some scares that got you guys? Every single one. I'd All of them. Not really. a single one. Really nothing. <laughs> I was not afraid even once during this okay. movie. Okay. There was there was definitely some scares that got me. The ones that always get me are not always the jumpiest of jump scares, uh-huh. but it's like the little things like mm-hmm. when the when Bathsheba like hears that like the little girls in the wall and she like scurries when, into the wall. Yeah. I think that the, scared me. When discount Joseph Gordon Levitt screamed yes. I found her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think that I jump scares to me feel cheap. I don't know. Like, like that, that it, it's like, Oh, and then you're over it or whatever it is. No matter what it is, jump scares feel cheap to me and not that scary. So yeah. like the, the, the other scares in a movie, I feel like are more well-earned or like the more unsettling. It's like, I, I agree with that, but also like, it just feels like a jump scare is so ingrained to the genre that, I enjoy like I enjoy, I enjoy it when it happens. Too. Yeah, I, enjoy I don't. It if if that's all a movie is and it's nothing, it, like it's not any scarier than the few jump scares it has, then that's mm-hmm. disappointing to me. Uh-huh. But when a solid film like this has some decent jump scares, like I in, enjoy that. What were some that you in particular liked, or one? I you- I agree with you that there are. It, they're not always jump scares. There's more like creepy moments that will make my skin crawl a little bit. Um, when the sheet falls off of the clothesline. Oh and God, like that's a catches good on one. the figure. Yeah, and, and then and flies up to the window, and then that, it's on the other side. Of the, oh, that was all really that good. creeped me that out. That was really really good. Very much so. Um, and everything with Bathsheba really did get me. Like like I thought she was scary. Yeah. Um, I I, I was watching this movie in bed on my phone in the dark. Kate was asleep. Um, and it got to that point, right? Like right after the sheet part. And then you start to see Bathsheba and I pause it. I'm like, I'll finish this tomorrow. Yeah. Do you think, <laughs> do you think any of that was undercut by some of the very cheesy moments where like, uh, what's his name? Ed Warren was like, I condemn you back to hell. And then it was, it felt like an, almost an action movie where he's like, I've got this, like, and it felt so cheesy and so stupid. You mean during me. the exorcist? Yeah. Where it, it was no, like, it didn't bother It didn't me. read as cheesy yeah, to me. Not it at all. They, I they, like, feel cheesy. Like everything, like the music stops, they focus, they like, I condemn you. And it just felt so, I, 
I, I was in it. out loud at that. Oh, no, I was in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe I it's because, like, at the end of the day, I do want resolution and I want good to prevail over evil. So I'm kind of, I am kind of rooting for them, even if maybe, like, isolated from the movie, it's kind of cheesy. I'm 100% of rooting for them, uh-huh. but it's just like, it, it feels so cheesy to me. It didn't. And I mean, I don't know. I'd probably be screaming the same thing if I'm trying to perform yeah, an exercise. I, I, think, <laughs> like, I think I would, I think I, I would like, appear yeah. just as cheesy. I feel cheesy. like I got to sell this thing, you know? Well, and I've never performed an exorcism myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Not I, gone I, fake wood. But I have week. like done like house calls of people who feel like there's like demonic yeah. like presences yeah, and same. stuff. And, um, like you do have to like proclaim things like that. And I mean, there's, I don't know. It felt real to me. It didn't uh-huh. feel like cheesy or it might've been I, a little over the top, but I not think that much. I don't, I, I'm not saying that. I, I just think that the delivery and everything about what was happening in that moment felt cheesy. Yeah. And, and I hear you. I just, for me, it didn't like, for me, it was, it was, yeah, it felt pretty it felt appropriate, appropriate. for the moment yeah. like if i'm a dude who's not a priest and you know i've never really done an exorcism myself but i and know I've how been, they're done and i've yeah. been told by the people who can do this that i cannot do it yeah and you know like i have lots of experiences with like demonic things i believe that they're true like right i think it's a pretty high tense moment like he i think he's scared i think that's why it's so tense and it, it felt like something out of an action movie to me where like that, that's why it didn't play for me is I would have been so afraid. I would have been so all these things. And then he felt like an action star in that one second to me where I was oh, like, yeah, uh, I didn't play like that. Like he felt all. like he was like so in control. And I, I get what you mean. I just think that that's like the, it's the, the, the fight or flight response. Like his response was fight. And usually like when you're facing like, insurmountable odds and your instinct is to fight like you're going to draw on whatever you can. And even if that means like, even like projecting power, like to your enemy, but also to your allies that like you need, like you need them to rally around you. You don't like if you cower in fear, they're cowering in fear. Like if we don't fight this thing, we're going to die. Uh Like that all feels super like, real to me and not cheesy at all um question it and this is more like a did i miss something because i might have there was a couple times i got up and got water and everything's and i didn't pause it because i didn't want to um (laughs) so like they early in the movie he talks about how like demons can't um like go into like a a non-being like it can't go over an object like demons possess people right um, and then like there, all that stuff happens. And then later on there, he's like now having like these like conversations with Lorraine around, like, I don't want you here. Like, was there, did, was she possessed? Did I miss that part of the movie? Like what Something happened with her happened to her? And I think we were a little bit intentionally vague about okay. what happened to her. I wasn't sure. I was like, okay, I must've missed whatever it is. I'm not going to rewind and go watch. Cause I don't care that much, but it, yeah. it was only alluded to, and it was briefly shown once that she engaged in some sort of exorcism and experienced that ghost or demon that they exercised like hostily attacked her. Okay. Yeah, they didn't it wasn't like but she that's was, all we know. It wasn't yeah, necessarily okay. she was possessed. 
it took a lot out of her. Ed, Got yeah, it. Ed says something to the extent of like every time we do this, like it takes a little piece of her, and that one took a big piece. Okay, and it's pretty ambiguous as to what that really means, but got it. Clearly, it was very traumatic. And then it's just earlier, that she sees stuff that Ed doesn't see. Yeah, and so every time they do this, like she's a little more traumatized than he is. And then earlier, he had talks about how like the demons can't like be in an object. Um, but just want to possess people. But then but it's then like he's like locking up all these objects. In Annabelle and like yeah, I'm just wondering like, I yeah, I don't know. why I, was that? Just I think a it's plot hole or I no? Know. I I think it's a little bit of a plot hole. But I think the the explanation like from what I understand about these actual people and like the type of work that these type of paranormal investigators do uh-huh. is that it's like it's just safer to lock up because if uh, an entity from the other realm or whatever, like has interacted with this before, it's easier for them to do it again. So it's just safer to lock some of that stuff away, like paraphernalia away because it's, it's like a, a thin spot between the two dimensions. I, I think they hadn't it. necessarily possessed the thing, but they had used the thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Even though it very much feels like it's possessing the thing. Like, it feels like Annabelle's possessed. Oh, 100%. And that kind of touches on, I think, my biggest issue with the movie is the Annabelle of it all. Um, And I I actually, like, kind of enjoy the first, almost like the prologue to the film. because The Annabelle spot? Yeah, because apparently Annabelle, like, allegedly also happened as well. And so I feel like that's kind of like a, it could have been just a cool Easter egg, I guess, for people who are really into this. But I didn't enjoy that it continued to be a threat throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah. And I felt like it almost kind of bogged down the movie a little bit to jump back to their house. I agree. And Uh to see the daughter in danger and locked in the study. And it felt like I was watching a more generic movie in the middle of a movie that rises above being gen- a generic well, one. It felt like movie. almost just two different movies happening at the same 100%. time. 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it felt like maybe what it should have been and maybe what they were going for was like the 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 first mission that you get in an action movie, like a, a Mission Impossible right. or like the A-Team. It was like, this is them. Yeah. And this is them doing it well. And this is At why. Their best. Yeah. And this is why people are calling on them. Right. Definitely. And then it just got a little bit too much in the weeds of it. Yeah. And I guess I can't fault them because they made a whole entire spinoff trilogy and have made a ton of money. Yeah. But. I didn't but like it that. just doesn't play great in the movie. Yeah, yeah I agree. It, it felt like they were trying to set up more movies instead yeah, of exactly. just yeah. w- doing the movie that we were watching. 100%. I do feel like it was surprising how many of the students at the college in the beginning had a question. Like virtually every single student had a question. <laughs> you know what? If I was when I was in college, if I saw these people, I would have a lot of questions. I would have a lot of questions <laughs> too. Um, and also the video they were showing. I am uncertain, like, did they recreate the Annabelle scenes and the students saw what we saw? Or was the video something different than what we I, saw? I, I mean, they had a videographer with them the yeah. whole movie. So my assumption but, is that they brought them, they brought that guy. So much of the Annabelle stuff was pre them being introduced into it. It was like their experience of Annabelle is what we were seeing. Yeah. I don't was know. it? I, yeah. I don't think we saw, we didn't see the Annabelle stuff apart from the Warrens. I don't think. 
Yeah, the, she the lady no, was I like telling the story of like she's oh, telling we the story to the door the and it wasn't there. Yeah, but we're seeing her telling of the story. Oh, and I'm just wondering, yeah, did the know. students see that or did they just see like an no. interview? They I just, assume they uh, saw an interview and that was just like us, like yeah. a dramatic recreate, like like oh, you're watching, you know, some TV, we some, got, some true we got crime show. The scenes, but uh, yeah. the students did. Are we we got a dramatic reenactment? Yeah, because I feel like if they saw. What we saw, I understand the hand raise. I feel like they were just watching an interview of someone saying those things. I feel like, anyway, this is not part of the movie. It's yeah. just something else I thought. About. Um, one thing though, the the uh, like college lecture kind of reminded me of like the uh, is he an apprentice? I don't know the dude, the like college age dude who is hanging out with them. Uh huh. Low um, rent, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Exactly, and I I thought it was kind of fun watching him and the cop have a little bit of a relationship. Like I just enjoyed it's a small part of the movie. Neither one of those characters needed to be in the movie, but I kind of liked that they were. And I feel like just those few scenes provided just a, like a nice little counterbalance to the darkness uh-huh. that is for the most part, this movie um, and makes this kind of movie just a little bit more like palatable. That was my and biggest. Well, oh, I was just going to say, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I think part of them being there feeds into this being a true story like i just feel like they're present because why else would they be like it just feels like something that's written there because that's what happened it doesn't feel like a a good plot point i don't know that i agree at all like they are people that are trying to profess that this is the real thing they're going to attract you know people to help them and they're going to attract skeptics i and to bring them along didn't necessarily feel fake to me because or didn't necessarily feel like oh like they're forcing this in it just felt like oh this is probably something they would have done to give themselves more credibility because ultimately the more credibility they have the more like money they make yeah and they, just just the the easier their job becomes That's, i feel like i agree i put it why was that I, in disagreement with what I said? You were just saying like it felt like very forced into the movie or like this was in the movie because uh, it's what happened. But I don't know. I, I feel like it added to the movie and I feel like it added to them and their... I don't know that I felt like it added anything to the movie. Like I I, I agree. I liked their interactions. Like if they're going to be there, they have to interact with somebody. And I liked their interactions, the cop and the apprentice. But I didn't feel like having either of them there added anything to the film. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just our relief like from the, but then that makes it less effective. Right. Right. But that was one of my, my things I thought about that made me laugh in the movie was the cop coming up to work the next day. What what happened to your face? Yeah. (laughs) And then having him having to be like a demon. It was a demon. A A demon demon did this to me. I swear. No, no big deal. Well, what do you guys say? We put this one to bed. Uh, yeah. Ty, you're going to be up first. All right, I'm going to give this an 8.1 vomiting into mother's mouths. (laughs) (laughs) Jake? Uh, I'm going to give this a 6.7 dead dogs. Uh, Zach? I'll give this 8.2 Bathshebas. (laughs) And I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give this a 7.6 um, movies I will never watch again. <laughs> I'm surprised you went higher than me. Uh, you talked way worse about it than I did. Yeah, I just it, said I didn't it, enjoy my experience. It, it, like, it sounded like it was effective 
for Scott. Yeah. Yeah. It did its job. Um, so this comes out to a 76%. Uh, once again, Rotten Tomatoes gave this an 86%. IMDb gave it a 7.5. So we're right in line with IMDb just a little bit above. And it comes out to movie number 82 out of 151. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe I should caveat. It's just the the old, the old the most enjoyment I could get out of a movie like this, maybe. I don't know. Like, I, I don't feel like it would... <laughs> I just feel like this is not the horror that I like, and it's not the horror that I necessarily understand why people want to watch. Yeah, you know? that's fair. Well, Jake, we have an opportunity for you to show us the type of horror you like next week. Yeah, we're going to watch The Thing. And sorry, one more thing I should probably plug is we do have a giveaway going on yeah, right now. Yeah, that's right. Check at Rotten Potato Pod on Instagram uh, if you guys want to win this cup uh, that only the patrons can see. If you guys want to see it, uh, subscribe to us on Patreon. And or check us out on Instagram where you can win this prize at also at Rotten Potato, Potato Pod. Pod. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tyler, any last thoughts before we go into the final week of Spooktober? Thank God. <laughs> Dude, I think this episode is just going to be effed up.